The Jesse Blake Sports Report with Jesse Blake. Welcome to the Jesse Blake Sports Report. Whether it is your first time here or your last time here or somewhere in between, I appreciate that you are here right now to discuss the Ryan Reeves debate. So last night in Toronto, the Toronto Maple Leafs defeated the Minnesota Wild 7-4. to Picking up their second victory of the season. They're starting off the year 2-0. Very good start to the year. And after every victory, the Toronto Maple Leafs hand out a game belt to themselves. So, so they have a game belt that's like a WWE championship belt. And in the locker room, Sheldon Keefe walks in and then he says, who, who gets the game belt? And they all sit around. Somebody hands the game belt to somebody else. Austin Matthews had it from game one. So it's his job to hand it off to somebody else or keep it for himself. I'm going to play you the video right now of Austin Matthews sitting there in the locker room, choosing to give the game belt to his teammate, Ryan Reeves, who they like to all call Revo. All right, fellas, talking about getting a little bit better every time out, right? And again, there's things for us to clean up here, but that's 2-1-0 taking care of things at home ice, and that's job well run. So, off from Maddie here, that's that's a good thing. Darnie, goal for us here in the third period. Pull away, well done. Willie fired in the net. So lots of good things happening there. We talked about Rebo again, getting us going in the first period. We want to continue to get better. Nice shot, fellas. We've got the top. Patty. Keep it, keep it, Nice effort, boys. Willie, nice talks. Mo Daddy all over the ice tonight. Uh, but Revo just setting the tone for the oh. yeah. 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 Take care of it, two in a row, boys. Do one more and then just skip on the road. Before we continue with this podcast, let's take a moment to appreciate the fact that Austin Matthews calls Morgan Riley Mo Daddy. How wonderful is that? What a great nickname. But the, the important thing in that video is not, is not Mo Daddy. It is that Austin Matthews gave Ryan Reeves the game belt. And on Twitter afterwards, as always happens on Twitter, there was a big debate amongst Leafs fans of, hey, the stats back up that Ryan Reeves isn't very effective on the ice, but... We love the fact that he starts the game off with a fight each time. He's played two games now. He has two fights. But on the other side, he's a minus two. And Ineffective Math on Twitter tweeted this out, which really kind of jump-started the whole conversation. They tweeted, Ryan Reeves has played 18 minutes of five-on-five time for Toronto this season, during which the Leafs have been outchanced 1.5 expected goals to 0.3 and outscored 2 nothing." And still, I see posts about how he is helping the team win. So in that tweet, Ineffective Math is pointing out that when Ryan Reeves and the fourth line are on the ice, the opposing line is expected to score a full 1.2 more goals while on the ice, which isn't great. And so far this season, as I said, Ryan Reeves is a minus two. But one of those goals, as pointed out by Steve Dangle of the Steve Dangle podcast and LFR, was TJ Brody falling down which isn't Ryan Reeves' fault. So if we look at the context of the two goals that Ryan Reeves was on for, he's essentially minus one. Mark Mathot, former NHLer, former Ottawa Senator, current analyst for TSN, replied to that ineffective math tweet with this. I'm tired of debating this topic with people who have never stepped foot in a locker room. The players get it. To be clear, I wasn't even close to being a tough guy, and I've always appreciated analytics. However... I understood the value it brought to a team. You can't quantify it with numbers and charts. Sure, his Corsi 4 percentage or whatever isn't good, but how do Matthews and Marner feel about it? To me, that's all that matters. 
And Scott Wheeler had a follow-up to that and said, Matthews, Marner, Keefe, and Co. saying the same things about Simmons, Clifford, Shen, and Bogosian is the problem. Where did it get them? And why should their fans just accept that Rees will produce a different culture? Because he's louder while also being a worse player. So here we have the two sides of the Ryan Reeves debate. We have, hey, what he does in terms of intangibles is important to a hockey team. And the other side that says what he does on the ice is the most important. And who cares what he does off the ice? Because what matters is what you do on the ice because that leads to victories. And I think the most important place to go next with this conversation is to just point out and, and establish this that what happens with the Leafs' fourth line in October is not going to be the reason they win or lose the Stanley Cup or be the reason they win or lose a couple rounds in the playoffs. And the debate here about the fourth line in October isn't the be-all and end-all here. And it, and it can't be. If the Leafs live and die by their fourth line, that is then the problem. Like, we are, we're talking about the minutia of the lineup here. We're talking about the last possible roster spot in the forward group. That is the debate that is happening. And that is very important to establish because I, I feel like a lot of people are, are looking at the Ryan Reeves piece of the Leafs lineup and saying, hey, that's a problem and, and we need to remove him because it's going to make the team better. Yes, in terms of simply chasing after the math problem in that, if you are trying to make the most efficient team to win the expected goals for category, which then you hope believes will turn the team into it with victories. And if you're just trying to win the statistical battle on the ice every single night so that the stats say you're going to win, and if the stats say you're going to win, usually you're going to win, then yes, the fourth, tinkering with the fourth line really truly matters. But in the overall sense of the team winning, it does not matter. If your fourth line is the reason you lose, that is your problem. So I'm going to get to a lot of your reactions on Twitter very shortly because I tweeted out I wanted your opinions on this before I started recording, and I got a lot of feedback. So I'm going to read that. But let's figure this out together first, and then I'm going to assert your, your opinion as well. The idea that intangibles don't matter is silly. Intangibles matter. They are, these are people. These are, these are 18 skaters on the ice. These are, these are human beings on the ice, on in any professional sports team, they are humans that are a collective group of people and they get on the ice and they do their thing. If they don't like each other, if they do like each other, if they got good sleep last night, if their nutrition is great, if they're hyped up, if they had an extra Red Bull, Mitch Barner, all of those things matter and you can't act like they don't. It's unreasonable to say that you're just playing the numbers game strictly and that's it. We know that. Sheldon Keefe, based on the video, likes the fact that Revo got them going early against Minnesota on Saturday. He says it when he walks in in that video. We know the fact that Austin Matthews appreciates what Ryan Reeves brings to the table because he hands him the belt off the top of that video. Those sparks of confidence, of energy, of adrenaline, of the crowd, all of those things are in play here. And they're not necessarily quantified on the ice directly by stats backing them up but they are quantified in they didn't hurt the team i think we we have so much time here in this season and in this ryan reeves experiment that 
there's a real good use case to that. If we know this is a problem, we'll be able to see it. In the minutia of the numbers, you can already you already know that the line is probably going to lose the expected goals for battle. But the results are saying the Leafs are 2-0. and And I think if the results are at the other end of the spectrum from a few weeks, from a few months, from a half a season, you'll see the results. And if what Ryan Reeves does on the ice leads directly to goals, leads directly to losses on the scoreboard, there will be enough results for you to back off off of this decision. I feel like that's that's also not a side taken in here, is that we have not seen anything egregious that leads you to say, get that player off the ice. We, all we've seen is positive reinforcement from the crowd. We've seen a whole bunch of people in Leafs land say, finally, we have a player that we truly like. We have somebody we can really get behind. And we have a bunch of players in the locker room who really love this guy. I'm really trying to look for the downside of, hey, you have a really great guy who's providing a lot of energy to this team, who isn't hurting the team to a point where they're going to lose games. We're two games in. All the, the sample size isn't there to judge what's happening. But it's a fair experiment to start. And I like that Brad Treliving and Sheldon Keefe are starting with this experiment to see how it goes. And I think this is where we throw in your opinion here, because I think there's some use cases, one in particular from around the National Hockey League that two of you pointed out to me. William Wolf tweeted, feels like it's got to be case to case basis. Hard to have strong opinion from the outside. As an Avs fan, we've had the same debate with McDermott. That's Curtis McDermott. I don't get it, but it's a great fun office, and they seem to love him. And I got this response from The Thry. He said, the Avs in 21-22 picked up Curtis McDermott. He made the whole team more confident through the regular season and got them to the playoffs healthier than they would have been otherwise. Played zero minutes in the playoffs and was a key piece. Avs fans in, in their world through, throughout the last two seasons, they, they had the same debate with Curtis McDermott. And I'm familiar with Curtis McDermott because I picked him up in, in fantasy that season, last season. And I got it because our fantasy is so wonky. We have penalty minutes as like a positive stat. And there were a couple weeks there where I just filled up uh, the PIMS scorecard in, in, in my matchups that week with having McDermott on my team. And it was very helpful. So I'm a little familiar with McDermott and his game. What's happening right now is we're tinkering on the edges with the Leafs lineup because the Leafs are really good right now. Two hat tricks in a row with Austin Matthews. Having Ryan Reeves in the lineup clearly isn't a problem. And there's so much time to figure this out. And a lot of you share that same sentiment, but there are some on the other side. Josh Sofer says, in between on it, there was a play early in the game where, wild, where a wild player drove right past him and it was like he wasn't even there in his head. You could see him standing on the dot like it was practice. Jeff Dine said, we all know he's not going to be an analytical darling. He's definitely there for the vibes. He's likely going to play fewer minutes as the games get more important. Are the rest of the players enjoying it? Sure seems like it. Is he the reason Nylander scored his goal? Hell no. And we have a lot of people who share the same sentiment as Frank, who are just like, I love the old days, and this reminds me of the old days. Frank said, the Leafs haven't had swagger since Roberts, Tucker, and Domi. With the additions of Reeves, Bertuzzi, and Domi, the Leafs finally have a hint of what it's like to play with swagger. Mike James says, if a fourth liner is the difference between winning and losing for a team, you're not good enough to win a cup. 
Reeves brings more to this team with fights and in-your-face game than any least fourth liner in the Matthews era. Ryan says they spent years focusing on analytical darlings. I'm fine with them trying something else. Basically had zero success. Why not try something different? Chell Hero says if Poppy likes it, why should any random on Twitter dislike it? Our opinions don't matter. 34, however, his opinion is everything. I think we're allowed to have opinions, Chell Hero. I know I'm having more fun this season than years prior. That's from Hamish. And let's just enjoy this. Our moniker here at SDPN is sports are fun. And sometimes we forget that sports are simply that and they are fun. And the most fun thing is winning. And right now the Leafs are winning and they look like they're going to be on their way to doing a lot of that this season with the way everybody's playing right now. Let's enjoy this right now while it's going on. And the fourth line won't be... As I stated off the top, the fourth line won't be the difference in whether or not this team wins the Stanley Cup or not. There's so much time in this season, and I think if it truly becomes a liability, Sheldon Keefe, Brad Living, even Brendan Shanahan aren't afraid to pull the plug on the Ryan Reeves experiment if it truly becomes a liability that causes losses on the scoreboard. This Leafs organization isn't going to force feed Ryan Reeves into the lineup if it actually causes losses. And I think that's where we land with this. It's great right now. The team is winning. The players love it. The fans like it. We should all enjoy it. Sports are fun. And if it truly becomes a liability with a Leafs team that starts losing actual games, then they will pull the plug on it because the organization would not force a situation that causes losses on the scoreboard. That's kind of where I'm sitting now with this. Before I go here, I want to mention that I am playing in the Eric Lindros Celebrity Classic. I'm wearing the hoodie right now if you're watching this video on YouTube. I am playing on Team Rachel's Raiders. That is Steve Dangle's team. My link is in the description to my page to raise funds for our team. If you are willing and able, please, it goes to a great cause, Easter Seals Ontario, who help kids with physical disabilities all over the province. Hey, if you have a couple bucks, please donate. We'd really appreciate it. Support Rachel's Raiders. Link is in the description if you are willing and able. Thank you. That is it for me today. Thank you for being here. You could have been anywhere in the world but you chose to be here watching or listening to this podcast right now. And I appreciate you. Good night from Toronto. And that is how it's done. The Jesse Blake Sports Report with Jesse Blake. Jesse Blake, the guy that likes to hear his name twice in one sentence. Sure, I know him. No, he doesn't have an ego at all. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.